You're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast, hosted by four of Mama's Fancy Boys. I'm Josh Hutton. And I'm Mama's favorite, Kyle Sandin. I'm just happy to be here. I'm Hunter Seelock. <laughs> and I'm Al Gore. So don't throw your trash on the ground. Thank You're you, Bruce. Cereal, guys. Tonight oh, on the shit. show... Are we not... Were we not doing fake people? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Hunter. I'm Hunter Seelock. Thank you, Brooks. Tonight on the show, we'll be talking recent game trailers, the PS5 reveal, sexual harassment uh-huh. epidemic in the gaming industry. But first, Kyle, why don't you kick us off? Give us an update on a streaming platform that announced its closure this week. Yeah, Mixer is shutting down. No, damn. damn. I said- they said, fuck it. Yeah, they just weren't having the, the viewership they wanted before the Series X release. So they just decided to, to nip it in the bud early and uh, move over to Facebook gaming for some reason. Apparently yeah. there's a bigger user base, but just a worse user interface. I, yeah, but. So do you guys think that they'll try to redo that? Just rebrand it and with the Xbox Series X coming out and a streaming deal built in again? Yeah, I guess it's something like that. Yeah, I do think it'll be integrated to the Xbox probably. I I don't know if they'll read the interface. Have you guys been on Facebook gaming much? Yeah, it's terrible. I have not. Yeah, all the time. I, it's the one I've been on the least. Oh, okay. Well, what I'm curious about, because I didn't mess with it much, and you guys might know the, not know the answer to this either. I don't know if there's like an option to just make like a profile or a username on Facebook gaming. I would assume there is. Because that's one thing is you kind of have a degree of anonymity. <laughs> Whenever you're on these yeah. other uh, things watching it, and whenever I, I, I hopped over there, just kind of checking out as, as some of the mixer people moved over there. Um, and it's like, if I were to comment in the chat, it's going to say my name and has my profile picture. So I, I felt pretty Can't be commenting on the yeah. leisure suit Larry oh, with your insane. actual name. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure they have that functionality, but it's not like that the default would, functionality. Yeah, because it's linked to your Facebook account. So I didn't. I, I don't know. That part alone was kind of a turnoff to me. Yeah, it's definitely not default. Because yeah, that. Have you been commenting about big anime titties again? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> was an I E Z. You won't get a tip until I see anime titties. Hmm? <laughs> oh no! Or what is it? They got gold stars or something. I forget what they gave over there. Something stupid. Uh, speaking of the streamers, though, so. As we all know, what was it eight months ago? Ninja and uh, Shroud went over there, right? For yeah. Buku's amount of money. Microsoft, some for some reason, gave them the option to opt out of the contract instead of switching over to Facebook Gaming, which they have <laughs> decided to do. So Whoops. they're now free agents. So that leaves Ninja with a uh, girthy sum of thirty million, girthy. and uh, Shroud with a more flaccid ten million. Wow. Yeah. Fucking flaccid 10. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. And to make it <sighs> even more surprising, uh, who was it? Rod44 numbers and letters, something at Slasher on Twitter was saying sources say Facebook offered him double that. And they still Ooh. decided to turn it down. Double stamp to triple so stamp. Someone with a bigger dicks swinging in front of him saying, hey, come over here, is what I'm thinking. But I don't know. Sounds like a big, they probably have something bigger on the table. Yeah. No one who would in the right mind would turn that down. <laughs> once you well, once you've got your your thirty million dollars for playing games, wouldn't you just be like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do what I want for a little while. I'll just go everywhere and see what happens. Like Or well, you could I've, do it for a little bit longer for another thirty million and then well, I mean fuck off the Well, planet. if I just if I just got off yeah, if I just got out of an exclusivity deal and got fucking bankrolled and got luck you just got lucky and got bought out of a contract. I don't know that I'd be real in a real big hurry to jump back in into one. Right. You know? I could see it. Yeah. And it's not like they're hurting for money at the moment. You know? And I get yeah. it. Who wants I mean Jesus though. I mean how long is it gonna take you to fucking handle ten million dollars? Like you you can take a few months mm-hmm. and decide what you want to do, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, right now the, the rumors are that most people think uh, Ninja will probably go to YouTube and stream there. Really? Because uh, he's got a good friend, one of the 100 Thieves guys, uh, Courage JDs over there. Um, and I, I think that YouTube will probably try to wrangle him. He already has a huge channel. 
lots of subscribers. Makes sense to just kind of feed that. All um, right. Shroud has a good two presence as well, but I mean, he was one of Twitch's biggest names, always did really well there. And I think people would be really happy to have him back on that platform. And I think he really likes that platform. So that alone might make him go Twitch. And I'm sure that would pay him an incredible sum of money as well. He right. must have a special deal with YouTube to not be like demonetized because there's a whole slew of mess over there right now, from my understanding. Sure. So it's YouTube taking videos down and like demonetizing random BS. Yeah, that's that's been a shitstorm for a few years now, and uh, yeah. it it ranges from an overarching conspiracy related to just sure. general, a, a whole bunch of nonsense to I think there's too many videos and not enough ads. <laughs> Instead of just saying, "Listen, we can't monetize mm-hmm. everything," you know. They, oh, that's I, I think that's part of it. I don't know. I don't know why, but I, I really think at least. Part of it with with the YouTube demonetization is there's just not enough ads to go around, you know. But, and that I mean, what do I know? I'm talking out of my ass, but that would be something I would have thought, you know. That's very talented yeah. to um, be able to talk out of your ass. Possibly. That is. I, d- I did forget to mention real quick, uh, another mixer partner was it Gothalion? He has chosen uh, to stay yeah, with Microsoft. Gothalion. Gothi- yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. You're good. You're good. Yeah, he's decided to stay and move over. So he was the third person they brought over from Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like him a lot. His content's really good. And he, he's, I mean, he's been consistent yeah, on seen. each platform he's gone to. It's kind of wacky. Like he's had the, about the same viewers. He had the same viewers on Facebook when I went to check him out over there today. That's cool. Uh, really good. On uh, Mixer, and then he did on following. Twitch. Then yeah. He nice. was, where he goes, so that's good for him. Um, but he's he doesn't have the clout. If he took the if he yeah. took the yeah, but he came guff lion, he boy, I bet he'd be up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The other the other thing I just like saying this is like there was no heads up for people on this. Yeah, not for I the streamers, it was not like, hey, for <laughs> the employees at Mixer, and. Um, oh shit! It was kind of like it was super sudden, and obviously a really? deal already had to be in the works with Facebook. But the timing of it was really all unusual because maybe a day before this was announced, um, a gentleman released a statement. He had worked at Mixer and had reported one of the VPs there for talking about how the the partners, the streamers, were like her slaves. Mm. And this is a well, African American nice. guy that worked there, and he just told her, "Hey, can you?" I would appreciate it if you just wouldn't say that. Fucking tone it down. Yeah. Read the room. Yeah. Jesus it, Christ. And she told him that he needed to have thicker skin if he wanted to work in the industry and all this other yeah. stuff. Stop talking about his skin. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so, like, that came out. And, like, he had, he had done, like, all the proper things. Like, he had he went and he talked to, you know, somebody that she answered to, and they didn't do anything. He talked – and they told him they would take it to HR. They never did that. And eventually she made another statement similar to that. Mm. So he went to talk to HR and they're like, nobody's even brought this to our attention, but they never acted on it. All that kind of stuff. So all that came out. And then a day later, Microsoft's like, eh, we're shutting it down. Fuck it. <laughs> Do it live. See you later. See you later. It's not making money and they're doing terrible things. See you later. But, but we do empathize, you know, obviously with all the people that work there with all the streamers and stuff, that's really tough to try to build a community and then have to pack up and move somewhere else and start over. Especially in this environment with everything else going on. That's what what I'm saying. It's kind of strange. You would think they'd be doing well enough. Like with, yeah, but with all the lockdowns of everything, now would be the perfect time for that kind of stuff to thrive. If it did, Now I've used, I mean, we, I've done a little bit of streaming, uh, with the culling, it was super oh, simple. Like I'm right. not, I'm not a real tech savvy guy, and it was super easy for me to figure it out. I really love that it was integrated. Just fucking start streaming, you know, just a couple of buttons and you're in. Uh, so that's that's kind of a bummer that that's been taken out as an option. Versus, like I said, it's not something I ever I ever pursued real heavily, but because mixer mixer was really great on that on just like because not only was it easy to use because Twitch isn't hard to use either on a console, but they've never really catered it to the console. And so right. you didn't have many customization options or where you could move certain uh, things that you kind of see on the back end of like how long your runtime is or how many viewers or a chat box or something. Like you did had very little control over where those type of things were at on, on Twitch. If you're streaming straight from console, if you weren't using a PC. And, 
Yeah. Right. Uh, and a capture card. And so it's, that's a bummer. And, and I'm sure it'll take a little bit before they have the Facebook gaming app up to snuff, but I would imagine they bring that over. The other thing that's interesting to me is Facebook is going to use the, um, like the Azure cloud technology stuff. And that has me kind of nervous because like Facebook's oh, a right. huge company. And if they're just using it for like the gaming side and streaming stuff, okay. But I don't know really the finer details of that deal. You start butting up Microsoft and Facebook and all that. I don't know. That's yeah. They're just sharing info everyone's got anyway. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, maybe at so. this point. They can at least make it look like it's more difficult to do than it really is, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have to suck each other off right in front point. of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Oh, man. But, well, uh, what's the news on uh, on Cyberpunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell yeah. me a story. Oh, shit. There's Cyberpunk news? Oh, There's Cyberpunk news. <laughs> shit. Uh, oh, damn. I really fucked up. Uh, no, so some people got <laughs> to play some Cyberpunk. Um, so there's been some hands-on uh, interactions. Uh, the article Ooh. that we're going to reference is from TheVerge.com. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to The Verge. Um, Nick Stat, posted by Nick Stat. Um, and so it's a pretty lengthy article. <laughs> uh, it's well written. It's good if you want to check it out. Um, again, it's on TheVerge.com. But really, to sum it all up, it seems like the game is quite expansive in it your ability to make choices and those choices affect different parts of the gameplay uh, to the extent that, you know, those three classes that they've talked about for one, they talked about a very nonlinear class structure. So you don't have to necessarily pick a certain class. You can tree through everything, uh, so to speak. You know, there are those life paths that you start, start off by choosing. And so one of them's a street kid, one of them's, you know, a wanderer and, one of them's like a native from the place and all that. So they start you at different locations and the narrative of the story actually starts differently based upon those decisions. Um, also how you kind of go about missions, you know, if you side with a certain person or if you go about things a certain way, it may mean that, you know, you have an encounter with that person now and you don't encounter them later. They're not there to help you on this quest later. So um, they didn't talk about it in the article much, but what it really seemed like it lended a lot of credence to replayability, which I mean, in a game like this, where it's an RPG, you know, action adventure RPG, there's going to be a lot of replayability anyways, because you can, it's endless what you're going to be able to to do really. Um, so article compared the game, played through a little bit to, uh, you know, the traversal of the city to GTA with a motorcycle in the car. Um, with you know some of the better Bethesda elements of RPGs and stuff mixed in there, so uh, it was very. Uh, the gentleman that that wrote the article, Nick Stat, spoke very highly of it. He played got to play four hours. One thing I do want to note from the article is that he also played that on what was the name of it? It was Nvidia's. Oh yeah, their streaming service. Their streaming service, yeah. G four streaming and said it looked fantastic. Um. You know, even streaming. G four streaming. So force, force. Uh, yeah. Oh, G force. Like, man, G four still alive. <laughs> yeah. Tap of the show. Huh. <laughs> oh man, I wish. Kyle, you playing GTA now? You son of a bitch. <laughs> gotta get this wheel, in the wheel. going. God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, they they let a lot of people throughout the industry play. They let them go hands on with it this week, and then. Today they did a Night City Wire, which is going to be a recurring show they do leading up to the game. And today they showed off a new trailer, and they showed off a little bit of gameplay and kind of some world building, kind of investigation aspects as well that you'll have in the game. Um, All of it looked super good. (laughs) Kind of the wildest. It wasn't a real long show. It was maybe 25 minutes or so. Um, The craziest thing about it is they showed all these different locations, all these different characters, all this shit. And they only showed the prologue. Yeah. And like, I think that's all we've seen so far. Oh, is stuff from the prologue of the game. <laughs> and it's like, oh. They might have shown, they showed like a, a new a territory that maybe we hadn't seen before, like the Badlands or something. It looked like a more open environment for like driving and stuff like GTA uh, than we'd seen before in the city. Oh, I think they mentioned that you start start there if you choose one of the life paths. The start off, okay. 
yeah, you actually start at the Badlands, which is like further out. It's a nomad if you choose a nomad class, which that's is supposed cool. to be somebody that's just like passing through Night City. You start on in the Badlands. Yeah, so like I said, it seems pretty so, pretty neat. Uh, one of the game mechanic thing that Josh was talking about, uh, the world building mechanic, they're talking about how uh, you can go through sort of like memories, and uh, it plays a big big part in the world. Uh, what did they call them? Uh, fuck, it's it's brain dance. So it's a technology invented shortly after the turn of the 20th century. Um, so it's the most popular form of entertainment in the games world. It allows people to experience the memories and emotions of a recorded experience from someone else's point of view, but with the added benefit of being able to analyze it after the fact. So you, and then the article says, as you might expect, it's used mostly in Night City for pornography. Uh, but also for darker forms of entertainment, like capturing murders live and selling the memory on the black market. So you can go through these memories um, and it works as like a world building tool, but you're also investigating murders or, you know, trying to get information out of these things. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of really cool information, a lot of stuff that we've already seen, but um, I haven't actually had a chance to, I just read the article. I haven't had a chance to watch the 25 minute deal or see the gameplay yet. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. From what this Nick fella has said, it looks really good. Um, and I think that, you know, something he said at the end of the article, uh, I think should ring out to people too. You know, they delayed the game again until November, and they're going to be releasing this game a couple months before a new generation of consoles, right? Yeah, or right, right, right at. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they must be, you know, wanting to polish it off and, and really... I think they have a lot of faith in it. Um, so it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be big. It's going to be fantastic. I'm excited to go watch that 25 minutes oh, yeah. of content. No, so I wanted to mention earlier, the, the intro sounded a lot like Mass Effect kind of where you could like choose a, like a past and kind of you know, right, yeah, go yeah. different ways with characters. It sounds more in depth than Mass Effect, but Sounds like that same kind of basis, which is cool. I like that a lot. And we haven't had that style of RPG, yeah, in a while, in some no. time. But um, if it's moving to November nineteenth, so a lot of people are speculating now that that's probably Xbox Series X release date. They haven't said that officially, um, but CD Projekt Red has a pretty good relationship with Microsoft. But so that's what a lot of people are thinking is that it'll come out as a launch game for. PS4 or PS5. God damn, really fucking up. I do. I'd be launch game for PS5 and Series X, um, which both consoles probably desperately need it to be with their launch lineups. Um, I mean, yeah. Xbox got, this year. <laughs> they got Halo, but oh, that's right. But let's talk about what Sony has. So about a week ago, Sony unveiled uh, the design of their two consoles. Did you say Halo? Mm-hmm. There's a new Halo game? Yep. They're making a new one. What? Oh, no. No yeah. shit. Fucking call Do they have back. a diamond slider, too? Oh, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm willing. I'm excited to play that <laughs> one. I'm <not> willing. <laughs> and they're bringing back uh, paid loot boxes. So <laughs> 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 oh. The only oh, accepted man. currency is Rocket League keys. So. Yeah. Oh, then they're in luck. Because <laughs> I still yeah. have a job and some yeah. money for that. <laughs> I was got his, his oh, keys man. in a fucking savings a savings account. I probably still have some damn keys <laughs> on Rocket League. I haven't generating interest and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the so they revealed what the hardware is gonna look like. There are two models. There's one with a disc, there's one without the one with a disc. Uh, looks like it really has an ass on it. Looks terrible. Uh, the one without the disc uh, uh, looks a little bit better. Um, it's thick I, and juicy, sir. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the design. It's, it, I don't know. To me, it looks like what they thought the future would look like in 2003. Yeah, you know, it looked like yeah. to me it could be a it could be a really cool nightstand. If you put like a little glass on top of it, on top of it. Yeah, but I think the yeah. top's like yeah. sloped. I don't think we think you could balance anything up there. Well, you can save it down a little no, bit. Okay. You know, you for Let's it. take you to the bandsaw, baby. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking square that puppy up. up. The Doctor Nine Hundred Two One Zero. We'll get to work on the dance. Mm-hmm. A little nip tuck action. 
Yeah. But I guess both the Series X and the PS5 are designed in the way they're designed because of just trying to help with the the cooling down as they've added all this additional power and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So, which makes me almost afraid we're going to have like a 360 PS3 era of just... Mm-hmm. They're all going to be fucking and break. Yeah. I don't know why you just make yeah, make a slimmer console and just make a fan for it. Yeah. I don't know. Once you move a little bit further to the left though, I can only see half your screen. Oh, there you go. Thanks. You got fans <laughs> on this, they're working. Uh, where are you at? Is that the nightclub? Is that the casino oh, so you can the spin casino. The wheel? I thought you were just yeah, spinning the wheel. Get the scrams yet. He's trying to yeah, get I didn't the get what I wanted, so I quit. Hey, here we go, 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 big winner, big uh, winner, big winner. <laughs> What's he going to get? God, we'll go for uh, the oh, Not what he wanted because he's closing the game out and reloading it. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a take my ball and leave kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> out no, I, I throw the ball back and leave and come back for something better. Yeah, pulls out a switchblade. <laughs> punctures it. Wow. Here, this is fucking casual. Which is PS5. Come I'm gonna throw it back and come back with yeah, something better. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to uh, transition by saying that the first game they announced for PS5 was <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V, which is seven years old at this, this point. This fucking sucks. Oh man. Uh, what was, I thought that was under Brooks' name for the GTA. 5 it stuff. is. It is. Oh, okay. I so I, Brooks I, I'm, I'm eating so into, stepped in. For yeah. Him, huh? I'm, I'm eating up Brooks' time. Um, no, because I think Brooks have better general impressions than I did, so I'm going to let him talk about that. And I'm just going to okay. Um, so I opened with that, which I thought was weird, but they're offering like yeah. GTA Online money and stuff every month leading up to the release of the PS5 and the release of GTA 5 in uh, 2021 um, for the console. And so that's that's I mean that'll be a nice marketing ploy for them, and and they're providing that game for free to all of the PlayStation Plus users. It'll be a free upgrade. Um, I imagine Xbox will have something well, cool. similar since they're doing the smart delivery and, you know, Rockstar right. Games have been on the Game Pass and stuff. I, I think we'll see something pretty similar from them. I'll be um, free with a shark card. Okay. Well, let them know. Uh, I am right now. Tell okay. <laughs> all right. Fucking sick Paul Tassie on him. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a shark guard. Bring out the Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, yeah, Brooks, why don't you talk about, so talk about like probably the, the bigger games that they revealed next, the, the ones that caught your eye. Um, There wasn't really a whole lot. I mean, GTA 5, I know it was funny that, you know, it's, it's an old game, but like there's not a GTA 6, so... Sure. It's cool that it's going to get a, another little polish. I mean, they've done really good fan service and support with that game, and I don't think that they're going to, you know, go away from that anytime soon. So, um, but that new Horizon game, what was it, Forbidden West? Um, the trailer, if you haven't seen, it looks pretty neat for that one. I didn't finish that first game. Um, I did play a good chunk of it when I had a PlayStation Four, and it's good. I mean, it's 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 a cool game. It's kind of that same. Uh, Uncharted Tomb Raider type feel to it, <laughs> um, but yeah, that one, that one's gonna be neat. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. There's a yeah, I saw that. Uh-huh. They were still making shit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I saw it was um, Gran Turismo Seven. I mean, that would be yeah, cool yeah. Uh, Spider Man, Mar- Miles Morales, <laughs> um, which is not necessarily a standalone it's a standalone adventure but i think they're gonna probably reuse the city from that okay. last spider-man game mm. which isn't a bad idea um if they add content and make this story cool um you know miles morales is a cool character as spider-man uh that last little animated film they did uh, uh yeah that was good god what was it called uh, the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, Enter the Spider-Verse. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. I've seen it a lot, yeah. like five or six times. Um, so that one will be neat either way, um, just to, just to, you know, play. 
Um, but I, I'm excited about the There'll game. be that Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, oh, Assassin's sorry, Creed will be on it. I was just saying, I'm excited about the, the, Demon Souls is getting to get a oh, yeah. like top to bottom remake. Um, that's one that oh, I no, think that will be a lot. It was the first it's Dark the Souls. Precursor to Dark. It's the first. Yeah, Souls. yeah, it's the first Dark Souls oh, game, really? but it came okay, out on PlayStation One. So it's rough uh, to even try to play like one of the backwards compatible versions of it. Um, yeah, so yeah. it'd be cool to see it it uh, get get that. And I think it's uh it's getting redone by Bluepoint Games, and they're the ones that remastered Shadow of the Colossus uh, on PS4. Really? Which is cool. Which is cool, cool. and also kind of scary because they visually did Shadow of the Colossus uh, Justice, which is a huge game, um, you know, from the PlayStation Two era. But uh, they didn't change the controls a whole lot, and I feel like that's something Demon Souls could benefit from as a control change. So, anyways, um, so that, I'm excited about that one. Um, and they're talking a little bit, you know, about the third-party games um, and the smaller games that are going to be coming out, um, which a lot of those look pretty cool, too. Uh, any of those specifically stick out to anybody? Mainly Ratchet and mm. Clank, but that's my First favorite. Hit, uh, yeah. I like, I like Insomniac, and I, I played back in my PS2 days. That was one of my favorite PlayStation games. But since yeah. then, I've been I've been Microsoft, but... Always loved Ratchet and Clank, and it's it's gotten me close to getting a Sony system before just to play those games. But I haven't played them in a while, so I'm afraid it's going to be one of those things. It's like nostalgic from when you were a kid that you're like, it's the greatest thing ever, and I invest the money in the second system and just be like super disappointed. So, never, you know. Yeah, I never played again. <laughs> yeah, I mean there would be other games you get. Yeah, but work for a nonprofit. I can't afford. I can't afford two of these high dollar systems. <laughs> Fair enough. This is true. Well, Hunter, have you heard about Bitcoin? If I'm being honest, I heard about what? Bitcoin. (laughs) Yeah. What about your bitcoins from Tencent? Hmm. Yeah. Oh fuck! I thought we weren't talking about that anymore. Yeah. Oh, President (laughs) GDPing, huh? Great leader. Doesn't look like Winnie the Pooh at all. Good dude. Not at all. Doesn't look like him at all. Chill, dude. Did you guys like? Feel at all tempted to buy the PS4? Do you feel like that's something you want to get after seeing the showcase? Mm-mm. I realize, like, oh, if money weren't an option, no, I want to get a gaming PC. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, yeah, I mean, where's the path? If yeah. money was wasn't an option, I'd love to have both of them. But if if I if I just had to choose one, I don't know, man. I don't. It's one of these deals. At this point, it's as much a brand loyalty thing. It's sure. You know, all, like all the guys that I play with are on Microsoft. Anyway, there was nothing that was that was like, oh, I have to convince the squad to switch to Sony. It's not both of these systems, even the last generation, neither one of them was markedly more powerful than the other. You know, right. like they're going to be the same ballpark of, of juice and what they what they can do. Like, I think the new Xbox is going to have a little bit bigger hard drive, but there's there's some minor differences. Uh, and just the raw power they're going to be capable of, but you know. Well, and I think, I think this is the first generation of consoles where it won't systematically matter, like which, yeah. or it won't matter which system yeah. you have, because I mean, Call of Duty is already cross-platform. Sure. I mean, Destiny Two is a cross-platform. Right. If not, it will be. Uh, so yeah, they're doing cross-generational mm-hmm. this fall. I mean, I might. I might get oh, a PS5 instead of an Xbox One X Series X thousand uh, Core Force, whatever the fuck it's called, um, for The Last of Us Two, just because I want to play it. I've watched like half of it on YouTube already, but um, I mean, if it doesn't matter, anyways, because I'm sure if if nothing else, I mean, can you you can just get to a Discord instead of a like live party, right? right? Right, and mm-hmm. you don't have to be in game chat if you want to play Call of Duty or Destiny two together. So it, right. just, it, well, that, I mean, it just doesn't seem like it matters anymore. But yeah, well, the wrong. only I, the biggest thing to me is upfront. Uh, Microsoft has been about upgrading the games. I can't ever think of the term. Josh, help me out here. Where you can the smart delivery, smart delivery. Thank yeah. you. Been really up forward about that and like how they're gonna be. They're trying to get where every Xbox One game will play on it and most 360 games. And I'm sure Sony will try to do something similar. 
it kind of feels oh. like they're on the back foot there. I think they're yes, going to have yeah. to. They're, they're going to have to figure it out because Microsoft's doing it. And that's a big plus. You know, that opens up your game library a huge, a huge degree. So depending oh, on wow. that's the, that's the biggest difference between the two that I can see. And again, Sony, I'm sure is going to do something like it. They may yeah. have it all set up. They just haven't, they just haven't. Currently they're saying that it's backwards compatible, but only kind of. So, right. Right. And Mark's see, that's what Microsoft's been pretty specific about it. Sony's targeting the top 100 most played PS4 games ranked by playtime um, for backwards compatibility. But that catalog, That's, the PS4 catalog, is four thousand yeah. games deep. So, right. You know. well, again, well, you compare that to Microsoft saying they're trying to get every Xbox game ever to play on it. It's just that. That's a bit. I feel yeah, like it's a pretty big difference to me. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. It'll be great though. And We've got yeah. a bunch of 360 games that'd be fun to play on it, and you know, it'd be nice oh, yeah. to jump into some of these Xbox One games and not have any any itch in the giddy up. With if we've got some friends that are going to invest in that the new xbox real quick stuff like that i think it'll make it a lot more mm-hmm. seamless you know sure and i think too one, one thing is with that smart delivery too is there's several games that they're not just not just are all these games going to be compatible but many of them are they're going in and they're adding some of these nicer features that they're going to be capable of doing like ray tracing they're increasing the load times frame rate you're going to get up to 120 on these older games like they're going in and optimizing them for it, even if they're not re-releasing those games, they're still getting right. an upgrade. And so that's pretty enticing. The other thing I would say is just like Microsoft is so far behind Sony in hardware sales this generation. Sony almost, I mean, they did move twice as many units, probably close mm-hmm. to three times as many units this time. Just beat the fucking brakes off of them. And I don't right. see Microsoft overtaking them in this next console. And it, but what's been weird to me is everybody seems like pretty optimistic about PS5, pretty good. And I'm looking at that launch, and I'm like, the only launch title they've confirmed that's an exclusive is Spider-Man, which is just kind of a half. It's not like a full game; it's like a half game. Right. Um, and you're you're putting that against Halo, which you know, I mean, this is Halo with the new engine. This is a Halo mm-hmm. that we're going for five years. This is like, I mean, this is uh, going to be a heavy hitter. Yes. Should be yeah, a, but yeah, good one. <laughs> again, you're getting down to people that want to play Halo have been playing Halo. Like, how many people that yeah, are sure. that have they haven't had a, a Microsoft system in the last yeah, know, gonna see that as eight like or nine years are going to sure. say, "Fuck it, I'm going to change for the seventh Halo installment to play yeah, yeah. the new Halo." Like, I don't, I don't know how many people will do that. That's kind of that's kind of where we've gotten to, you know. I mean, at least mm-hmm. at least yeah, do something maybe, really drastic to entice people who've never played. Yeah. Maybe young, maybe the younger, uh, a younger demographic, but you know, the people that are around thirties, like I've made my decision, sir. You know, like, yeah, agreed. You know, I'm not going to switch for the new God of war and that's, yeah, was, see, yeah. you know, it looks great, but I'm not going to switch. Sad. And I would feel mm-hmm. the same way if I was a Sony guy, I'd love God of war, but, and Halo looks great, but I'm not switching to it. I'll go play it when I'm at a homie's house or something shit like that. You know, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I feel I'll like for our play. age group, it's pretty well <laughs> set in stone. Yeah. I don't know how much big and like uh, like Brooks mentioned, how long is it going to be before all the big games are cross platform between consoles, anyways? Which is what it should be, and it shouldn't. It, and that's when shit's going to start getting a little weird. You know? Fuck this podcast! I'm getting a PlayStation Five. All right, oh, no, that's fine. You can do that, and we'll just uh, you'll just be the whipping boy. Okay, every <laughs> every episode. That's fine. I'm okay with that. All right. Look at this Sony simp over here. Mm-hmm. Loser. <laughs> well, you know, wow. I'll do what I got to do. PS Putts. For the crew. PS Putts. No, oh, I, mean, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be good for the show. If that's what you want. Rock okay. Home, my man. I think um, we've stalled long enough. Yeah, man. sure. I think we got to get yeah. to it. Okay, so this is generally on the show. We're pretty lighthearted, and it's, you know, at first – on a first major level, this is a gaming podcast. Second, it's probably a comedy podcast, and we just bullshit and have fun. But we got to like change the tone here, like some serious shit. Um, so this past week, there have been more than seventy different major allegations of sexual harassment and sexual assault emerge in the gaming community. Most of these 
are tied to content creators, to streamers. Um, and a lot of women have come forward. And in most of these circumstances, it's kind of a, a recurring theme of as they were breaking into the business, somebody that they admired, somebody whose career, you know, that they uh, found inspiration in, someone they followed, reached out to them, and they thought they were developing a friendship or a working friendship, a partnership. And these people in turn would abuse their position of power and behave in a very crude and, and unprofessional manner. Um, and so there's a lot of different allegations and there's no way we could cover all of them, obviously, in this show. And I, I kind of want to focus on the first one that, that kind of created this, this snowball effect and I think gave a lot of women the, the courage to speak up about their own experiences. Um, so I believe it was last Friday. Um, the 19th. 19th. Thank you, Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. A Twitter user going by Hollowtide talked about a person and describing them as a scum lord. And based on the description, several people could discern that it was uh, a guy that primarily streams Destiny 2. They, uh, his tag is Say No to Rage. His first name's Lono. I don't know if that's short for something. That's, that's what it goes by. <laughs> um, and so after this woman says the initial thing, several women start coming forward. I think ultimately about a dozen women came forward talking about this guy in particular. And this is a guy that if you ever watched his streams, he would stress repeatedly throughout the stream. This is a family show. I don't cuss. I don't do this. And, but he always had kind of this, this, a little bit of a toxic vibe where he would get really frustrated at people playing with them. And he opened like, he had a question answer session almost every day and would like insult people's intelligence. Like it was a weird mix of like, I'm a family friendly thing. He never said bad words, but he was like always pretty curt and rude to people. Um, And so it came out um, several different allegations. Some of them involved like going to events like Guardian Con, uh, which is now GCX. We'll talk a little bit more about GCX later in the podcast. But uh, Guardian Con was just like a Destiny convention, no different than any other uh, gaming expo. And one night he drank too much and he smoked and he kept touching uh, a woman uh, that goes by Snaps as her Twitch name and kept telling her, oh, I get crazy when I've been smoking, blah, 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 blah. And wouldn't stop. And she kept telling him, no, please don't. Just leave me alone. There's just a lot of like inappropriate touching and like alluding to, you know, maybe we should hook up. With other people, he would Skype them and be like, hey, my wife and kids aren't home. This guy has. Oh, Jesus. He's like 35. Oh, Jesus. So wife and kids. And he'd be like, hey, my wife and kids aren't home. Why don't you take your your top off? Stuff like this. I mean, just really. I did not know he was married. That adds another level. Yes. Not that it wasn't fucking skeevy enough. Right. It's not like it wasn't bad enough, but it's just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Because, and, and, you know, because I I think, and I have to be really careful about how I talk about this because I I don't want to sound like dismissive of it at all. But like whenever it's like a, a man that's like 20 years old, we I think you look at that with a grain of salt because everybody at 20 is a fucking idiot. Fucking moron. And yeah. you, mm-hmm. you're now you're trying to figure out the proper way to carry yourself, the proper way and, and find the right appropriate borderlines in a relationship and stuff like that. You make a lot of mistakes at age front. And I think if that was the age of the person we we're talking about, there would be a margin of grace, not that it, it's acceptable. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but it, would, it would be yeah. like more like, okay, that sounds like an idiot 20-year-old. But this is a man in his mid-30s, married, children, very stable life, who claims to be a family guy who tries to have this clean show. And then he's living this double life where he's just being the absolute worst. Um, and so... What's, what's crazy to me is the, this is not some fucking Luddite. Like he's on the right. internet. That's where he makes his nut. Sure. How do you not think this isn't going to come out? That's oh, what's yeah. so crazy That's to me. Dude. I was just like, like uh, I don't know. Like some of the the bigger ones, like um, from the seventies and eighties and shit, like the Cosby shit. You could understand how somebody might be in that. But yeah, you you might you could understand how somebody would think nobody will ever find out about this, right? But this guy fucking knows damn well. Um, information how easy it is for people to find out 
what's going on when your whole business is on the internet? Like, what? I just, I just don't understand how you can be that fucking sketchy and dumb at the same time. Like, it's a, it's a ridiculous combination of personality traits. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. There's, and so it involved a lot of people in the Destiny community as far as like people that were getting called out, which was really, I think. Strange it that it's so focused. Yeah, it felt particularly unnerving because it's so focused. And Destiny is the only game that I've ever felt like an actual like community sense because they do all these kinds of charity things. They do they've done a lot of cool stuff for like LGBTQ stuff. They've done all kinds of they've been supporters of Black Lives Matter. They've done fundraisers for things like like they are community they're a community-minded company and there's a lot of involvement from these content creators and all this kind of stuff to support these kind of causes and 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 to have that game have this underbelly which is is any industry anything i mean this is a rampant problem this isn't tied to one game it's just all these Mm -hmm. allegations are coming out yeah systemic yeah for sure and i was really like furious and upset about all of it and at the same time i was like proud of people having the courage to come forward because it's a hard thing to talk about because you know that they take a risk anytime they say anything because it's the internet they could get doxxed they could get all kinds of stuff blow back on them for talking about these people um and i i think overwhelmingly people were were very much in support of the women which was good i think if this had happened that is good five six years ago it probably would have been the other way around where it would have like, mm-hmm. been like we don't believe you or blah 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 you know oh, you're lying. Been, yeah. Yeah, or down or, compl- or downplayed like oh that's just yes. guys mm-hmm. hitting on you and you didn't like it you right. know yeah right. so, that was it was a moment of reckoning that was probably long overdue i was certainly long overdue um and i'm, I'm probably talking too long about this but i think for the people that yeah. act like it's a minor thing on some of these instances it really bothers me and i i think about I heard this interview a while back. It was like the was Mark Marin. He was interviewing the director, Lynn Shelton. She, she passed a few months ago. Um, they were in like a romantic relationship together for, for a spell. And well, the first time he met her was on his podcast and she was talking about, you know, coming up in her adolescence and hitting like 13, 14 and feeling like she's really tapping into her creative power. You know, she was trying to write a novel at 13. She was getting into photography and, she just felt, you know, this is a group of creative people. You know that feeling whenever you're getting better at something that you love, that you you enjoy doing. And there's just a certain joy that nobody can take that from you. And you feel like your power growing and it's like a satisfying thing. And she's right at the height of all of that. And while she's at the height of it, her body starts to develop. And so now she talks about it. It was almost like she felt like an alien in this weird husk that she wasn't accustomed to. And all these people are commenting and can't see past it. And so she's at the height of this creative power. And then she gets into like high school. And now nobody sees her as a writer. Nobody sees her as X, Y, Z. It is just she's a body. And that's all they talk to her about. And she has to dance around that. And it derails her creativity. She said she didn't want to do anything in the creative field for a very long time. I think she doesn't become a director until she's in her late 30s. And so when you talk about these things like they're not big deals, you're basically robbing somebody of their passion. You're a stumbling block. You are a consequence in their life that has a lasting effect. It adds up. And it, it, it cripples people in, in this mental capacity and gives them all sorts of complexes. And it is a serious problem. And I hate it when people are dismissive of it because these little things, these small injustices add up over time. And this is a good group of dudes we have on this podcast. Very respectful, very kind people. Kyle is engaged. Congratulations. I don't know if we've said that on Thank this you. podcast or not. Yep, and it's not lady. It's not <laughs> uh, and, you know, wonderful woman. You guys have been together forever. Hunter's been married mm-hmm. and, and dated. You guys dated, what, seven, eight years before you got married? Uh, Yeah, something yeah, like that. Something like that. I mean, you guys have been together for a long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and Brooks is, you know, I mean, Brooks is the same way. Like, he's very respectful and, and 
Josh and I have been Gosh, common law married for ten years now. But you hear it here first. <laughs> yeah, and I think, and and I, I'm certainly not without sin. Like I to talk about this stuff. Like I, I've certainly had moments whenever I was younger where I did stupid shit, and I wasn't always the most upright. But I, I, I certainly was respectful of boundary. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, I would yeah. never oh, do yeah. something like. Like, oh, God. And so it's been a... Just had the common sense. Well, yeah. well, it gets it gets weird when you might be prone... Somebody, and I'm not saying you, but somebody might be prone to uh, pushing the boundaries, we'll say, to be generous, and then you get a little taste of power. You know, and, you're, and you're one of these prominent right. streamers, and yeah. a gal hits you up, and you're like... And you think she's attractive, and your first deal is, how can I leverage this, my position, to help into seeing this bitch's tits you know what i'm saying and it, it gets real fucking weird dude it gets super shifty mm, no kidding and uh and, it, and it's it's uh it's, it's pretty shitty i mean i don't i don't really know how else to say it i mean it's real shitty yeah. you know yeah and and so most of these allegations like you're saying focused on streamers and, and content creators so there were some bigger uh youtube people as well like pro syndicate was named uh one person that was a fairly large person on Mixer. I'm not sure where he's going now or if he'll go anywhere after the allegations uh, goes by the uh, tag ship. He was called out. And then also somebody at Twitch. Uh, Hunter, if you want to talk about that, one of the kind of gatekeepers yeah. really of, of Twitch. I'm not I'm not going to go too far into this, uh, but I'll kind of give the highlights. I would, I'd recommend that you find this, uh, this lady's full statement because it's pretty lengthy goes into a lot of detail and I don't I don't I'm afraid that if I get too much into it the impression that this is the whole story you know what I'm sure. saying so fuck yeah. off like go read what she has to say so this is on uh, it's on twit longer at VOTCZ and uh, it's in regards to a streamer on Twitch uh, young lady that goes by VO I'm not familiar with her content uh, but I've just flipped through a little bit of it she seems professional I'm sure she's great at what she does have a right so she got into connected with Hassan Bakari, handles partners accounts for Twitch, and in her statement on Twit Longer talks about how they used to date and she date in quotes. So like, there's some parts of her thing that aren't entirely clear to me exactly what they mean. But it, as far as her personal relationship, it's basically every he. It started with, well, I'll fly out to you because they're on different sides of the country. And she's like, no, I'm not really comfortable with that. And just constantly pushing when she's constantly saying no. To shit. And again, it goes like there's some inappropriate to, like leg and shoulder and uh, like lower back touching and shit that she wasn't comfortable with. She told him and it was just constant pushing him uh, and shit like that. But then there were uh, up to uh, abuse of power as his uh, as his his position in Twitch where he was sharing confidential information with her and a group of uh, good friends. Right. Quote unquote. And that, uh, that pressure that comes with the fact that he has some sway over whether or not she could be partnered is like, right. And he, he gets yeah. to decide if she's as a streamer, if she gets to be partners or not. So it's one of those where I can understand how you would feel pressure to keep him close, but you're not fucking into it. But if I, if I really give him the business and tell him I'm not into it, is that going to shoot my ants to be partner? And that's what she's doing. Like she's trying to make her money streaming. Right. So like, that's the goal. That's the professional move. So I, I, I can understand the syndrome there. Uh, but then it goes up to where he shared some nudes that she sent him. Uh, and she apparently sent him on Snapchat, hoping he wouldn't screenshot him, but he did. And then shared it with her. She was some of her best friends, as she uh, describes them. Yeah, uh, like some super shitty stuff, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. Again, it, it, it talk, she talks about uh, involvement with Luminosity. Who, there were some shenanigans on some discords with some with uh, a bunch of racial slurs and stuff with him and a, a circle of other cats. It's it's really quite complicated. Again, I I encourage you to go to go to Twit Longer at VOTCZ. She posted, it says, I'm done being silent is probably the subject for it on June 25th, 2020. I encourage you to go read that. Yeah. It, like I said, it's, it's fairly lengthy. What I'd like to point out, the difference between Hassan Bakari and some of these other content creators, is I was kind of talking to Josh about it. While they're both 
if you're an up and coming streamer, they, both of them would have some measure of power over you. It'd be the difference between famous actor, like if you're an actress, right, and you get close to Tom Cruise, there's a difference between being close to him and him holding shit over you. Be like, well, I can put in a good word for you if you uh, go on a date with me. Right. And like the Harvey Weinstein, who's actually given out the jobs, you know, yeah. like oh, yeah. I, to me, there's there's a major difference between. Twitch employee over partner accounts and a prominent streamer. Now that may be splitting hairs. They're both terrible, but I feel like this is more egregious. Sure. Am I am I out of line there? Does anybody does it does that make sense? Nope. What I'm yeah. No, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. So yeah. I mean, that's that's the short version. Is there anything else that that you think needs no, you would mention no, on that? Yeah. Without yeah. going, I mean, it's it's a it's a really lengthy a really lengthy article. So I don't. Like I said, I, I encourage you to go read it in, in her words and, and get the whole thing instead of me butchering the shit out of it and, and giving somebody the wrong impression of, of how it went down, you know? Sure. And then Twitch came out with a statement after all this stuff happened. And, and, and kind of the main two takeaways, I would say, just so we can kind of roll on from this, but the, the two main things that they said were they're going to ban accounts against people who have admitted things in statements outright. Who have, who have acknowledged these accusations and said, yeah, that's something I did. And that's good. They're going to um, ban any accounts that they can confirm that the abuse happened on Twitch, whether that's messages or something in chat. If they can find proof of it, ban oh. any accounts. Um, and I'm sure there will be more investigation type stuff and, and more of a look into mm -hmm. a lot of this, but um, those are the first steps they're taking. Um, and, and we don't quite know what they're going to do with their own employees who are behaving yeah. so poorly is, is kind of the other side of it. Cause this truly those, this surely those dudes today. will get the boot. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's admirable. Yeah. I mean, you, I wouldn't want them to say, to say they're going to do any more than that. Cause that's sure. stuff that people admit guilt or guilt. We can prove right. like that's, I feel like that's as much as you can ask as, at least at this point, especially of sure. a company take action on. You know, because you don't want you don't want dudes getting hatcheted that didn't do anything because there may or may not be false allegations or anything. Sure. So I appreciate that mm -hmm. that step from Twitch saying. Um, and so this week has been just particularly rough in gaming, and it's been hard to read and hear these stories. Um, and I encourage anyone to kind of like look into it, find some of these women who've gone through a lot, and you know, check out the channels, support them. And, more of encouragement and stuff like that. It's a tough time, and I think you have to encourage that kind of bravery and stand by people who are willing to speak up and that sort of thing. So I would I would encourage listeners to to show them some support. And then I, I'd kind of like to talk about as as we wrap the show here, kind of come back into the light a little bit. So while we have kind of this dark, seedy underbelly of gaming that, that we're talking about, that is just awful stuff. I think there's also a lot of positivity that gaming can accomplish. Um, and so GCX, we mentioned earlier, uh, that annual convention that started as, as a Destiny convention is now expanded to include other games. Um, they do a fundraiser every year. And, and Hunter, you want to talk a little bit about how their fundraiser went? And this concluded, I believe, Sunday, this past Sunday. Uh, yes. Yeah, so... Uh... They have been hosting live stream marathons on pretty well all the main platforms, Facebook, Mixer, Twitch, all that good shit, and all the donations go to St. Jude's, and they acquired for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital a whopping $6 million, uh, which is fucking incredible. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. yeah so awesome. The majority of the money came from Twitch uh, since June 14th, so... Yeah, you know, a, re a really short period of time. Good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, that's great. It's good to see. Yeah, I think anytime you because you have like yes. all these people that are connected together, interwoven in this network that that are just connected by like enjoying gaming, and to right. mobilize mm -hmm. that into a more meaningful capacity is huge. Like that's that's what we got to do. Um, right. And so I, I I always love to see stuff like that. Um, I think some of the the bigger runs like uh, Doctor Lupo who. Is a Twitch streamer who's pretty prominent Fortnite guy. Um, he's also Destiny, uh, Escape from Tarkov, 
plays that a lot. Um, I think Ray Samillion and his block, and he has a lot of corporate sponsorships. Nice. So whenever he's doing oh, it, they right. come in and they offer matching and they come in and they have cool incentives for people to donate at that time and really join alongside him and stuff. And so he's, he's all, he's been like the closer for the event for a few years because he's very good at setting up incentives and, and, and really motivating people to donate and stuff. He does a good job. That's awesome. And Bungie, uh, raised 800,000 in their four hour block, which they, oh my God. they did 400,000 in four Jeez. hours the year before. So they doubled. What they did. That's cool. And theirs was kind of neat. They had like different voice actors and stuff reading lore and stuff, but they also got Olivia Munn to mm-hmm. read lore. Apparently she's a Titan. Right. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. baby. <laughs> that was kind of oh, cool too. So, man. So they, they had a they had a cool <laughs> show and they, they revealed some new stuff coming out in the fall. Um, just some some minor That's things. Awesome. But they said if you know how the, uh, the they like their sevens at Bungie. All the yeah. shit's like seven hundred and seventy seven or you know they said if they got to seven hundred and seventy seven thousand seventy seven cents, they would add a toaster to the store. So they have to do that now <laughs> at some point. Uh, That's some awesome. Bungie themed toaster. So that's cool. Look out for that. Um, <laughs> that could be your ghost. Oh, she does. Yeah. Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Floating toaster. Would <laughs> I would like a toaster ghost. I'd pay money for that. <laughs> when does that Valorant game come to console? They haven't said. I, I, they haven't said. Yeah, they, they said they were going to focus on PC. But that game has been kind of – it has so much steam – and I feel like it's kind of sizzling at the moment. Like I feel like it's kind of lost momentum. So, wh- um, what is it? I've seen that on on Reddit a bunch, like on the top it, page. Like, but I've never heard of like, the game. Yeah, it's, it's like, like Counter Strike mixed with Beach. Yeah, Counter Strike mixed with what? Sorry, you're coming. Cut uh, there, Hunter. Counter Strike mixed with Overwatch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like a it's like a tactical team shooter with hero shooter elements kind of mixed in. It looks interesting. I've just it's been getting a lot of you know social yeah. media pub, and I wanted to yeah see see about that. Cool. Also, I was curious. Next week, do you think? I know this is you know an Xbox podcast, but uh, can we talk about The Last of Us too? Please. Yeah, I think okay. I think next week we'll talk about that because I've been looking into it quite a bit. I think the reaction to that game has been super interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty divided. Yeah, um, I think it'd be great to talk about. I do too. So let's talk Last of Us 2 next week. We're going to try to hop into the open beta of Crossfire X over the weekend, which um, is a game also like Counter-Strike um, that's coming to Xbox later this year. And it is a game that was made in the Asian market to kind of run parallel to Counter-Strike. I think it was initially made in 2007, and they're updating it and bringing it to console. Which would be good because Xbox doesn't really have a, a Counter Strike equivalent at the moment, so probably probably some room for it. Very nice. So we'll we'll talk about that next week as well. But Dude. I think I think that's a, a wrap for this episode, boyos. Real quick, yeah. Real quick, I'm so sorry. I uh, had mentioned he'd pay for that toaster skin. Here's an idea: fucking arch <laughs> for it and donate that money to another charity. Yeah, give it to St. Jude's. That you said that, and it reminded me of when Overwatch did the pink. Oh, yeah. Skin for yeah, they do, I would do that. I've done that in a ton of games. Yeah, I bought that. I bought that one too, man. It, first of all, it looked fucking badass. But, uh, I was mm-hmm. just looking up. Yeah, it was a cool skin. Yeah, they raised ten million dollars. Yeah, selling fifteen dollars skin. Awesome. Like that's fucking crazy money, dude. Wow. And I would wow. be real quick to do that. I know a lot of people that throw you ten or fifteen bones. Some some silly little cosmetic that's going going to a good cause, you know. I, I'd be down for that for yeah. sure. So. Yeah. More of that, please. Yeah. yeah, indeed. All right. Well, Brooks, what's in the box this week, bud? Well, I celebrate the announcement of the next generation of consoles just around the corner. Uh-huh. Uh, we're also going to be announcing the next generation of what's in the box. Um, and we'd also like to announce with that, that you will be getting some of our old recordings, uh, just slightly remastered, uh, (laughs) but you can listen to again, uh, if you'd like on this new, on this new platform. So remastered feet pics as well. Coming to Patreon. That will be recent. Don't unsubscribe from that yet. 
Yeah, we'll be sending the same pictures. <laughs> yeah. We'll be sending the same pictures of Kyle's feet out, just in higher uh, <laughs> resolution JPEGs. So Yeah, yeah, lots to look forward to. Um mm-hmm. if, you know, if, if you look forward to things. Um but yeah. The future is it. bright, boxers. Yeah, game on. <laughs> Aim for the moon, land on the stars. What? Oh. You should okay. hit a huge target. If you aim for the moon, probably fucking hit it. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So what does it shoot for the stars, land on the moon? I don't know. Stars are pretty big, too, now that I think about it. I don't know. Star, stars are further off. Victory right in space, you've got it. Like, it's there. You know, you just keep fucking... I don't know. In space, there is no center, Hunter. You're always off on one side. Shoot for the stars, hit a black fuck. hole, you're fucked. Yeah, there you go. Welcome to 2020, boys. Roll them up. <laughs> you made it. You Got made it. it to the Got black it. hole. Look it. Oh, it. I nailed it.